one thing that I learned in secondary school is how to be a hustler. I think I have wicked tendencies, but I'm not wicked. <laughs> you're always saying bad energy, stay far away, but... Bad energy, stay far away, but you're the bad energy. I dare you to lick in Kechi's pants. You guys don't know I have brain. I have brain. First of all, nobody asked. Second of all, your outfit is actually trash and we don't care. The only time, the only time I'm on my knees is... Well, that's, that's, that's classified. Ah, uh, <laughs> is a family channel. I hope my mother isn't listening to this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Care Package Podcast. We are on episode 64. Wow. I'm going to say it every time we do an episode, but I can't believe we have as many episodes as we actually do. Like, yeah, I'm going to get bored of us saying, oh my God, wow, you guys can't believe it's been 64 episodes. But like, <laughs> you guys, do you know the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into making every episode every week? I thank God. I do. Okay, guys. So we have a very, very special episode for you guys, especially ties in with what's going on in Nige. And but before we get into that, we're just going to, you know, give you the rundown on a few things that have been happening. First one, I'm gonna let Anna take that one in before she. You guys in. know I'm the biggest Banner fan to ever fan. Now, when I heard that Banner was coming at Madison Square Garden. I was upset because I knew it was gonna bang, and I was like, "Which one of my? I've been beg, I've been begging China to please send me money so I can take a flight to New York." She refused. You say what? You say what? She refused to help my ministry. I said I was begging all my friends, like, "Which one of my rich friends will take me to New York? Or let me go and see Bonaparte." Anyway, none of my friends were able to do that for me, so fuck them. <laughs> um, but I, I did have the thank God. Um, Damini decided that he wanted to give us a free live stream and let me first of all before I even get into the concept the quality of the live stream was really because it was live stream I felt like I was in Madison Square Garden because it was so sharp like the live stream made sense so and also I'm in the UK right it's a time difference so I you know that's I I said that I wouldn't be sleeping that night the concert started at 2am and ended around 4.30 my time I was awake for the whole thing I don't care. But then I was dozing in my nine o'clock meeting the next day. But they don't need to know. I, I was <laughs> like, they don't need to know that. Anyway, yeah. So obviously, you guys, first of all, Bernard Boy is known for his like very theatric entrances. And this time he didn't really give us a theatric entrance, but he gave us the Yusun door literally open for him. And I know most of you guys don't really know who that is because you're not people of culture. But Yusun door is a Senegalese like legend basically and he also was in politics for a bit so he was the minister of tourism and i think yeah it's fun to do with tourism um and he also does music so in banner boy's most recent album twice as tall yusundor is in the first song level up so he had yusundor literally open for him and then banner boy came out and they sang and then you know he gave us bangers and then one babe decided to throw her bra on stage and <laughs> he put her number inside that's the definition of you know that TikTok sound was like oh I didn't I didn't I and I, I had a plan I didn't need a platform. <laughs> that is through her bra, and Bernard Boy Bernard Boy is such a sexy man like you can just tell that that guy is is the naughty guy in bed. <laughs> he was just walking around. This is around the with the, <laughs> he was just walking around with the bra singing. And he was not like thank you to everyone for coming. Thank you to the person that sent me this bra. You guys keep sending more bras, and of course. People send more bras. You were throwing their bras. In fact, one bra fell on the floor. He told the bouncer to please pick up his bra. 
people <laughs> that reach the stage must be caressed by Bona. And I love that. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, he gave us bangers as usual. And the thing with Bona Boy, right? The band is going to slap. The background dancers are going to slap. His backup singer is going to slap. He is going to slap. His vocals are going to sound exactly the way they sounded like in, on the song in person. Then he his fits are going to slap. So he had his first fit was a shiny suit. And um, people are saying that Bona Boy doesn't like trousers. I guess it's true. <laughs> he does. He changed fits um to a mesh top a coat and white trousers um and i think this was the part of the concert that he really like he really gave us a show at this point because i don't know if you guys have been living under a rock but had you heard that spoon on to sungba transition she didn't talk about it again where have you been if you've not heard this spoon on to sungba transition and the thing is banner boy right First of all, he smashed a guitar on stage. You know what? When he smashed that guitar, I thought that he forgot who he was because he smashed the guitar. And I was like, ah! I was like, boy, this is not that type of concert. <laughs> I was with him. I was with him. him. Smash the guitar. He gave us Jerusalem. Then he gave us Tonight. Now, you fake fans, 2017 fans, you won't know Tonight. What he gave mm. us tonight. Oh. Oh, he was tonight. He gave us one. So tonight would be your night. Then he gave us Sumba. Sumba la jaja ja Sumba. Then he now gave us Yaba Buluku. Oh, that guy. What a guy. Then people are now placing bets about whether Banaboy would off his shirts for that, uh, for the concert or not. Because he always ends the concerts with his shirts off. People are now thinking, oh, maybe he won't off his shirts for this one because his last shirt was mesh. Tell me why this guy tore his shirt in half. <laughs> and people were saying that his shirt, that shirt that he took, it would be, it can be, it can be for somebody's worth rent for two months that he just took rent for two months. <laughs> and then at this point, people were sending him more bras. At one point, so that's now like four bras attached to his, his waist, braziers. And before we leave, Bonaboy, I just wanted to say, I saw a tweet that said something about how like you guys are all hailing Bonaboy for collecting bras, but if this was Ira Star or Thames. Everybody will be like, "Wow, men throwing their boxers, and it's be sexual." As well. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I'm asking you a question. I, I feel like one. It is definitely easier to take off a bra than instead of removing you. your own. Take off your boxers now. You have to get naked in public. Just saying. Um. I think, and also, yeah, I also I feel think. like Bonaboy also, obviously the first person sent the brand, it could have been like, mm, maybe not, but like then he said, please keep sending me more bras. So like, I don't, everybody's just... Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think it's one thing, like, obviously it's this, I don't want to say it's at the star's discretion, like, obviously it kind of is at the star's discretion, because the classic example is now like, some people like being touched in their concerts, but when they touched um What's the name of that guy? The oh one God. that they grabbed him. Uh-huh. When they touched I feel him, like there's groups. nobody on this planet that would like to be touched the way they grabbed She would have grabbed him. <laughs> oh, that was so out of line. I don't know. If Ari and Thames like it, if they, like, if they encourage it, then I don't know. I don't know. You people should, shouldn't be throwing your underwear. Somebody also people. said one key difference is that women's bras are always washed. Men's boxers carry the same <laughs> Anyway, okay, another thing that's happening in the past week is the Met Gala. Okay, Chad, what are your opinions? What are your opinions? Blake Lively slayed. What she does every year. Like, normally. As she does every year. Cardi B? 
slayed. Nicki Minaj wasn't really feeling it. Kim, I was Kim. Kim, I was feeling it till she started telling everybody she lost 16 pounds in one week to fit in the dress. Let's talk about that a little bit because that's so unhealthy. And yeah. I saw a clip where they were still even struggling to put the dress on her. And I'm just yeah, like, they couldn't zip it. Yeah, apparently, that's why she was carrying That's why she took it for. Yeah. Because she couldn't zip the dress fully. And two things to say on that. First of all, those people were like, oh, Marilyn Monroe is such a legend. Why are they taking her dress? Why did she leave it in a museum? Personally, maybe because I'm not American, I don't really care about the fact that it's a historical artifact. I don't really care about that. What so, I don't like the fact dress. that she had to lose 16 pounds. Yeah, I think why didn't they just make her replica? I didn't grab like that's what I was about to say. Why couldn't they make her replica? And I just need to speak a bit more about people that are like, yeah, man, the Marines and legend. It's a dress, not the constitution of independence. Shut up. <laughs> like, Literally, like let's shut up. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was my thing. I was like, because loads of times you see like designers remaking dresses. So why couldn't they just remake one for her? And a lot of stuff I was seeing was that like Oh, well, to the people that say Marilyn Monroe is a legend, I've seen a lot of like, well, she was a legendary mistress, not really a legend. And I was like, yeah, somebody's nine months. But yeah, I think people did everything a bit too much. Like, obviously, Kim, Kim should have kept that bit of information to herself. Like, it's causing a lot of hot controversy now, as mm-hmm. if she's not in a lot, because now Ray J has come out and said, it was planned. Oh, yeah. Ray J said that the Kardashian empire was, as in her, Kim, and Chris sat down together and decided to leak the video for. So all these rumors, all these things about um, Chris Jenner pimped out her kids. Dead ass. It's true. And you know what? I believe him. Mm. I believe him, but he's about 10 years too late. But I just wanted to yeah. say, the Kardashians have always been, like, the per- perpetrators of unhealthy body image in general. Yeah, and I, I think not come out and say on top of that she lost sixteen pounds fitting a dress. What are the impressionable young girls of today now going to do? Instead of them to you know buy clothes for their size, be happy with their body, they're going to you know be trying to kill trying themselves to so they can be snatched. Yeah, and I think thing. another thing to speak on that is like and I said the Kardashians have been you know poster children for unhealthy body image and you know i think they were starting to come back into people's good books after they started you know admitting the surgery they had and mm-hmm. i think all of us can say now kim kardashian of like 2017 doesn't look like kim kim now like she's had a lot of stuff like dissolve yeah so for her to do this it's like one step forward 50 steps back like yeah exactly well, speaking of the Kardashians, like, let's put Kim aside. Kim looked coordinated with her little Pete Davidson, her little comedian on her shoulder. Can we talk about the rest of the Can we talk about the rest oh of the Oh my God, a mess. <laughs> Every single one of them, a mess. A, like, literally, especially Courtney. I can, I Courtney can, no, looked no, like I she came for dinner at, uh, not even Nobu. I think she was coming for dinner at, I don't know, uh, what the other place, Cheesecake Factory. That's what she looked like. I can, I can, I can forgive everybody except Kylie. What the fuck was that? Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? I was actually on the Kylie hate train at first. And honestly, the outfit is still not my favorite. But then I understood that apparently Gilded Glamour was not the theme, it was the dress code. And the theme was a continuation of the America lexicon of fashion, blah, 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 blah. 
So what she did with her outfit, she did the girls and glamour with the you know the dress, and then the yeah. top part, the top parts of the t-shirt and the baseball cap was like the American, and it was also a tribute to Virgil Abloh. So like it had a lot of meaning behind it. I can't lie, it wasn't the nicest fit ever. <laughs> they did excuse And if you well. see that Met Gala after party fit, it's almost like why didn't you wear this? Thank you. Thank you. Also, a lot of our TikTokers are the Met Gala, which I don't really care about, but some people were As usual, though. Like, they always are. Like, what else is new? Um, what else happened? There were lots of exes that were there, that were just meeting themselves. Okay, one they thing. Were... The cast of Bridgerton, Gilda oh. and they literally worked on the set of Bridgerton, and they could The bear that plays Daphne, the diamond of the season... <laughs> She looks terrible. Oh my god, my eyes. She did, she did, she did. Don't get me wrong, she did. But that picture of her with Simon at the after party, I was like, y'all go off. Y'all go off. It was really cute. It was black and white. If you go and find it, you'll see. But yeah, um, there was another person I wanted to speak about. Somebody said Odell Beckham. First of all, somebody said Odell Beckham Jr. looked like Bruno. From Encanto, <laughs> and I literally can't <laughs> seats because the guy was wearing all green with a hood, and he just looked like Bruno. And I want to was... say, um, the Silk Sonic guy, what's his name? Anderson Park. I'm not yeah. sure about that. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I think it's quite like it's getting early. I think it's quirky, and I think that is something Anderson Park would do. Like, especially now that they're going through this, their whole like '80s music like flair. Mm. I think. It fits his aesthetic because I really couldn't see Anderson Park in his suits, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but a bit yeah. gilded glamour though. But it might fit uh, America, Alex Conifer. I don't know, sure, but honestly, yeah. these days the Met Gala has just not been given since that. Um, it's not been given. Yeah, nothing has slapped like heavenly. No, I know it's right. Nothing, bro. What was I going to say? Yeah, there were a lot of exes. There was Austin Butler and Kaya Jabba. And Kaya Jabba, ex, Jacob Elodi was also there. Austin Butler's ex, Vanessa Hodgins was also there. Shawn Mendes and Camilla. They were just exes everywhere. Exes, exes, That's exes, so exes. like, because in that industry, I imagine that, like, you have no choice. Like, you just have to be, like, you know. Yeah, it was just interesting, especially, like, Kaya Jabba, because three of Kaya Jabba's exes are there, Pete Davidson, uh, uh, Pete Davidson gets exes, sir. <laughs> Pete Davidson has exes. How to know his game? Like, what does he say? Because Kanye was sweating to get Kim Kardashian. Now Pete Davidson is just kicking <laughs> into the household. Honestly. Anyway, it's as well, Shah. Let's get on to the topic of today. So I don't even know how this episode came to children and I, but we're just thinking that ah, well, this life problems are plenty. Yeah. But if I if I was president for a day, if I was in if, charge, if I had the oh, hundred million to buy phone. So we've just and just before we get to this, so this is just a reminder to get your PVC. Um, I actually yeah. I'm not sure if the applications are still open. I can't remember. Because I feel like I saw somewhere that they're closing or they're closed. But if they are still open, please, go and vote. Go and get a PVC. Thanks in advance. Yeah, so we're going to be talking today about what we would do if we were present for the day. Um, we split this into in Nige and in Abroad because 
Niger, the problems in Niger, first of all, they are plenty and they are also quite, uh, they are different. The problems yeah. abroad. So, sure. go ahead. Okay. So, speaking in a theoretical universe, let's say we had 100 million to buy form and, you know, funds were limited. After borrowing, we paid back our debt. This is just hypotheticals. I think one thing I would do is establish a credit system in uh, like a good credit system where like, I don't know, like there's just so many things that don't seem the way they should. Like the way like, I don't know how financing works in Nigeria, but to my understanding and from what I've heard, it's a bit messy. So like buying a car, if your car costs 5M, you're putting that 5M down now. Whereas in America, people can buy Rolls Royces and finance it for the rest of their life because it's mm-hmm. a credit system. And if you don't pay, they will find you. <laughs> they yeah. will carry your belongings. Yeah. Just what I find quite interesting like for me with that is that with a with credit, I definitely because Chida is right. Like there isn't really a credit system in Nigeria. Like people buy things up front. You're buying a house, you just buy a house. Buying a car, you just buy a car. So when I first came abroad and I was hitting the Excuse me, people were buying houses only partial, they only buy partial of the house. They be paying mortgage for life, then they not say they bought a house. In my mind, I'm like, no, you didn't. But like, I've it learned is. that like mm-hmm. there's actually absolutely no reason why we need to be paying for things up front. Like there's absolutely yeah. no reason why we especially cars, as soon as you drive that thing off the lot, it loses value. Like True. as soon as you as soon as you cross that that gate, it loses value. Facts. But yeah. I think a good credit system, and like Anu said, especially like houses, like for those of you that don't know, if you rent something or you buy, like if you, let's even talk about renting. If you rent something in Lagos, you don't pay per month, you pay for the year. Hmm. You pay for a whole year. Hmm. And I think that's wrong on so many levels because one, like obviously when you sign a lease, you sign a lease for a year. But, you know, they've broken that yearly cost into yeah, month so by month. Monthly. Exactly. And, you know, they check your credit score, they check this, they check that. If you're paying for a year, how am I just supposed to spit out that money like that? It's like, <laughs> oh. I can't blame them. And what would you do? For me, I think the first thing that comes to my mind as a science babe, our healthcare system is in shambles. It's in shambles. I don't even know if I have insurance in Nigeria. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it's only becoming a bit more of a thing now, but you can only really get insurance from private companies. Like, there's no, like, universal um, insurance mm-hmm. system. And a lot of Nigerians cannot afford to get private health care, so they go the public government route. But then public and, hospitals and, and government hospitals sweat. are literally the worst place to be. So, like, where's the, where do we strike the balance? Like, yeah, it's a terrible place. Like, I don't want, we need, like, we need to pump money. Okay, before I even get into pumping money, because a lot of these things we're going to mention are going to have to do with pumping money. First of all, we need a final snap to wipe out the whole government. All of yeah. them. They're all corrupt. Them and unfortunately their family members as well, because when they leave, they now bring their son, they bring their brother, they bring their uncle. <laughs> no one with none of them they should all go so that we can have a clean slate because the corruption is terrible and i'm not even saying that nigeria is um the only country because so many other countries are corrupt like we've seen especially with covid like the uk government is also very corrupt but at least things still work 
you know because when people the british people complain about the nhs being so overwhelmed and so crazy i'm just like that's true like you guys are allowed to complain but uh, at least you have a system so we can't even say okay there's not going to be any corruption ever because that's naive but the level at which we are doing it in Nigeria that snakes are selling to six million naira. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we need to. Yeah. And I think example. that's that's one thing I definitely miss about being in the UK, the NHS. Because say what you want about it, but like it works. Like especially for me, that was in boarding school. Like I was on a student visa. Like the NHS would be lifesaver. Like if I wanted braces covered, glasses covered, healthcare like covered. Whereas here, like. My school insurance, like, I had to pay extra, for, like, I had to pay stupid amounts of money for that. And half of the things I wanted covered weren't even covered by it. And loads of people in America, what you find is that they get, like, like one of the perks. So when you apply for a job, like, loads of jobs put that they have, like, a really good healthcare policy because it's so important. Like, that's how important, like, I don't know, healthcare is. And, like, I think every, like, especially in America where it is required for you to have insurance and some of these insurance policies are through the roof. Like, yeah. Healthcare in life definitely needs to be better. I actually, I actually don't know if I have insurance. I don't know if I'm insured for anything that happens to me in Nige. But... I also don't know if I'm insured, but uh, <laughs> God continue, save the queen. <laughs> continue to bless God for providing because <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next one I want to kind of speak about is just like, infrastructure especially coming from an architect's point of view so for those of you that don't know i'm in school for architecture right now and i'm getting my license in two years i think and one of the big things like when anyone asks me what you want to do i want to work in america but i want to primarily come back to Nige because there is so much potential mm. for like buildings in Nige. And I know everyone wants to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, one thing I definitely want to do is like definitely build sustainable housing, especially since we have a housing crisis. Like, all those people that are looking for houses on Lekki just say they live in Lekki, but they are charging them like 3M for a shoebox. Like, that's not finna work. Like, what I want to do definitely is definitely include solar power. All this net pack, 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 pack. No, bro. Let me put a perspective for you guys. Nepa has blown two of my Wii consoles. Two. Two. They have blown it. <laughs> but yeah, like, stuff like that. I never want to, like, introduce solar power. And also, like, all these high-rises everywhere, they're money laundering fronts. Like, nobody's living in these things. I just want perspective for you guys. They're, like, five, at least, like, five or ten high-rises in Banana Island alone that are not occupied by anybody. Like, in front mm-hmm. of the gate, says, for rent, for rent. And as long as I've lived there, I've never seen anyone go in or come out. Who can place. afford it? Like, let's stop building these high-rises cater to the 1%. Because the 1% you're catering to, they have houses. Why would I Why would I pay somebody mm. to live in an apartment? It's like, another thing I want to speak about is transportation. And I was kind of thinking about this because when I think about me and my friends, I went to go out, like, everybody's in a, like, everybody's in driver, this is, this is, this is, this. But then when you go out in the UK, depending on if the, like, or in the US, like, depending on if the trains are still running, like, you can just hop on the train and hop out. And I think another thing has to do with safety. So it's obviously, you can't fix one without fixing the other, but this is a completely theoretical universe. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing I would do is obviously, like, make our public transportation system a bit more established like 
not offense to anybody, obviously he's going to sound very privileged, but if I get on a BLT bus and don't know where the fuck I'm going, they could drop me in a jiggle and I wouldn't be shocked. Like, there's nowhere to know. <laughs> no, there's no way to know where those buses are going, like, where they started from, like, what times the buses come, like, also even, like, I mean, bus <laughs> That's lane. actually like, true. There's no bus, there's no timing. You don't start. She gets. <laughs> it reaches you. They'll drop you off at one corner. They'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going up the road. They've dropped you up the road. Like, what's that? Please. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Problems like, in marriage. We can talk about it for a while. But, but yeah, no, I try. I was going to say also yeah. the education system. We can't talk yeah. about marriage without touching on the education system because the actual lecturers are still on strike. Yeah. And I think well, obviously very privileged because like we're only doing this uni match. But those kids, like I know there's so many, like I've seen so many tweets of people that'll be like, Oh, my mates went, my mates left in first year and they've graduated. Meanwhile, I'm still on second year because ASU is always good on strength. Yeah. Like always, constantly. Yeah, and the thing is that with these governments, like Okay, government unis, I understand paying for, but there's government primary schools and secondary schools that people still have to pay for. And I don't know about America, but in the UK, like the public schools, primary and secondary, you don't have to pay for because it's compulsory for everyone to go to school. And I feel like yeah. it should be the same thing. Like if you can't improve the quality of the schools, then at least make them free. But people are still breaking their back to put their children in yeah. school. The quality of the school is not even good. So where do we actually even go from there? I was just going to say, and I also think from a behavioral point of view, I also think schools need to like be less like stem 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 and like be more encouraging towards like other um because you yeah. know in Nigeria we still have that doctor banker lawyer doctor banker lawyer engineer like we don't really yeah. encourage people to I don't know go into music which is interesting because the Afro Nigerian Afrobeat scene is popping at the moment like look at David Doon now David Doon is busy rising by lifting others like and they they told him it won't be anything. Anyway. We don't we don't encourage people to go into creative things. We don't encourage people to do go into things that are not the norm. So I feel like we also need kind of a revamp in the mentality of the systems. And also, like I've I heard that some of the um the way they also teach in school is arbitrary. Like they'll be teaching social studies and they'll be teaching in social studies book that the woman's role is to go and cook in the kitchen and the man's yeah. role is to go like in 2022 these are not the things we should be teaching our children like those that all just needs to change and i think speaking on that a bit i think another thing is like obviously this has to do with us but like the teachers like i know for like just the staff in general i know for a large part of night school that's definitely part of the experience and like anu said like with people having to pay for like government schools and everything what you find is that the people that can't because you know they're down bad the teachers and the staff now embarrass them they'll be like go home like yeah stuff like that but it's not like yeah like, and i encourage like obviously and i'm not going to say this woman's name because i say it all the time on the podcast and i can hear you know you know <laughs> from lagos but like we didn't learn because we wanted to learn we learned because of fear like I feel like fear can't be a tactic to teach children anymore, but yeah, nice problem, let it finish. Okay, so moving on, now talking about being the president in either the UK or the US, I think one thing I would do 
in college. Tuition is stupid expensive for no bloody reason. And I think one thing I would do is just make it a bit less because why are we paying 50? Like, obviously, loads of schools do give out scholarships and it is like government aid and everything. But why is tuition 50K here? Like, why is it? Well, I don't get bring, why is it like 50K in the first place and then they're not giving scholarships or government aid? Why do they just make it cheap so there's no need to? They want to make you feel exactly. good that, oh, at least I got a scholarship. I beg you. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if I do a breakdown for you guys, okay. So my school's tuition went up 3%, so we're now at 53K. And making, so room and board, just board on campus for one semester is 5K. And the dining plan is 3K, so that's 8K. That's not bad, fine. Do you know that means 53 minus 8 is what my tuition and stupid fees are? 53 minus 8. Those are teachers that will be sending you an email day of and be like, sorry, I'm not feeling too good today. I'm not showing up. 53K. <laughs> no, you're mad. <laughs> you lost your um, damn mind. The education system in the UK, in terms of uni, what I'm going to speak for the home students because I'm international, so everything is different for us. But for the home yeah. students, they have to pay 9K a year. Um, which sounds good, and I think it is decent, like, compared to America, but apparently it used to be 3K, and apparently it was once free even, so, like, it's gotten considerably worse. But they have, like, the student finance system where, like, the government basically pays for their uni completely for the three years, and then on top of that, they get, like, a maintenance loan, which is, like, a bit of money that they can use for rent or whatever. But I, I understand that it's usually not that much, but, yes, that's how it works. Um, so I don't think I would really change anything regarding the university system in the UK, to be honest. Um, or the NHS, because the NHS, the only thing I would do is the NHS needs more funding, like ASAP. I'm Boris and friends, they're even trying to um they're even trying to privatize the NHS. I'm just like, are you people okay? The free healthcare in the UK is one of the best things you lot have, and you want to privatize it. I think when I think about the UK. And Boris, I'm like, this man that can't brush his hair is the man that makes all the decisions. Glory be to God. I can't really imagine. Do you get It's quite crazy. Okay. Um, another thing I kind of speak about is like, obviously, there's a really big thing now with social media and privacy laws and everything. I think I would definitely take, like, I don't know. I don't want to say take laws. Like, just make laws around social media and privacy because right now there aren't really any like there's nothing like there's only like oh you can't record phone calls if the other person doesn't know like that's the only thing as it gets to like privacy like I think I would just try and put a bit more of those things in private like go like apps have to disclose what they're doing with your data like I know none of us are going to read terms and conditions but that like little pop up, like if there was a little pop up that should like five or ten bullet points, I was like, this is what we'll be doing with your data. Like when you want to share your, like when you want to use an app, and it's like this app wants face ID or access to the camera, stuff like that. It's like disclose what you're using that information for. And mm. I think obviously another thing with social media is like bullying, because that is getting too out of hand. I'm not saying like put these people in jail or anything, but like. We need some way to curb this thing. Like we need some sort of deterrent because all like fall trolls do, like they know if they guess like if someone starts asking them, all they have to do is delete their accounts and that's it. But like 
they need repercussions. Like we need an actual deterrent because the suicide rate is going up immensely. And mm-hmm. the trolling on social I like honestly, I thank God I mean nobody because if I was a celebrity, that's how I'll be eating egg. They'll now say, ah, she's a killer. She did this. How? Don't kill me. <laughs> how? But yeah, I think that's one thing I would do. Privacy laws and obviously try to find out some deterrent for social media because it's becoming a very big, like a more prominent part of our lives. And I know, yeah, 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 free speech and everything. But like your free speech is sounding a bit sauce. It's like you have to go and sleep and stay shop for one. It is well. It is well. Yeah. It is well in the name of Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't lie. I I so just to kind of reflect on this. I'm not going to lie. I've struggled a bit to come up with things that I would change if I was president in this country. Yeah, Just because with growing up in Nigeria, we've seen, I'm not saying that the problems in this country are not problems, but we've seen seen serious problems. So for us to now come here, we hear them complain, but it's almost like you guys should get a grip. Like, it's not like... The thing is, I'm not trying to invalidate anyone's feelings, but I'm just saying, like, I just find it quite interesting how with Chira and I, like, it's because we've been so we've been so used to terrible that we've come to see bad and we're like, this is good because we've seen terrible. And yeah. it's just like no one should have to kind of think or live like that. But that's just like the way the world works. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad. Um, I think one thing that just came to mind that I would change that has to do with COVID pandemic recently is the way they distributed the vaccines was so bad. So just tell me why the UK and all the big, big countries in the West bought up millions and millions of vaccines and so the lower middle income countries couldn't get them. And then they were like, oh shit, we bought too many vaccines and now they're about to expire next month. Let's donate them to Africa so we can look altruistic. But then guess what? Africa is not going to get rid of 1 million vaccines in one month because that's just not enough time. So then you have loads of wasted vaccines, but then you're going to say that that is Africa's fault when it's your fault. That's one thing that I'm just like, yeah. In also speaking speaking of that, I think one thing, especially with the vaccines, is that like because there's no way, because they just, you know, send them to Africa, like y'all should know, especially just speaking from a Nige standpoint, it like it was going to become something that was going to be corrupted. Like I wish, like I wish there was a way to regulate it. But like like you said, there's no way to get rid of it in that time. But like in Nice, they were literally doing government first and there were all these vaccines that were being thrown away because, you know, I don't know. They just found a way to corrupt it as they do everything. They just spoil everything. Rubbish. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Government isn't the only crazy thing in this world. So guys, we're back with one of our favorite segments. Stranger things, things have happened. Okay. So the first one is her makeup. Hi, Joe. Good evening. I'm in a new relationship. It's barely five months. My issue is her makeup. She looks like a real-life ghost at times. She will use makeup that's lighter than her skin tone. She'll be now, she will now be looking white like you're about to feel good. I prefer her to go on natural. The contour is wide. I sent her YouTube link to what she won't watch. In my mind, I'm like, Kukuma rub dusting powder. Let's know what we are doing. Imagine white face and red lips. How do I tell her in a message without her being angry? And she'll be saying, her makeup is on point. This should not be my job because her friends don't tell her. One night I went to drink water and she was standing by the beach. I thought maybe a ghost paid me a visit. I've tried in this relationship. 
God knows. First of all, her friends hate her. They are not her friends. Her friends hate her absolutely. They hate her. Now nah, they hate her because they they, give me one good reason why her makeup is terrible and none of her friends are telling her and they are going out with her. In fact, maybe oh, no, I don't even know where to start. I do. I don't know. Where to start. I don't know, man. First of all, imagine your man sending you makeup tutorials. <laughs> I will have somebody. I will have to fight somebody because. It's made me think about my life, oh, that as a man, you are telling me this is how I should do my makeup. Yeah. Also, I think one thing that we need to be freed from is the bondage of red lipstick. Like, is enough. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yes, I can't lie. Like, like it's enough lipstick, ain't it? Of course. Yeah. Get me all over there. Yeah. Lipstick, uh, lip gloss way. Lip gloss way. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I can't lie. That one, plenty things to unpack. Um, not know. enough time to unpack it. <laughs> not enough time. To, honestly, that's just the best you said. Not enough time to unpack it. It is well, but I just wanted to quickly say, um, I don't want to make everything deep on this episode, but I just think that's interesting that one of the things she does is that her foundation is to like for her face because there's a heavy, heavy bleaching culture in Nigeria. Do you think that yeah. contributes? Do you think it contributes to that? Because I think mm-hmm. it kind of does. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably feels like she's too dark or something. And yeah, that's what she needs to do to be light. But... I don't know. I've never really like understood. I don't want to say understood, but obviously, like there are different reasons for people, you know, bleaching or whatever. But like, I've never for the life of me, I just I can't, I can't, I can't understand it because I know I'm not that dark, so I'm obviously speaking from a place of like uh, in middle aged. I'm not that dark, but also not that light. Mm-hmm. But I've never in my life been like, I want to look lighter. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always been like, yeah, I know I'm dark. Okay, classic is when me and my friends went to Dubai. And the sun, like, I didn't think I tanned because I never tanned. But I literally went black. Like, I was really, really dark. And obviously, my foundation didn't match. That was one of the times I was like, oh, I wish I was back to my normal skin to not, like, tan me. But I've never really been like, I want to be like, light skin like i don't know i don't know but yeah like you said people bleach for all sorts of reasons um and if you want to read the next one yeah yeah yep yeah, yeah. okay the next one says my boyfriend doesn't apologize is this a red flag immediately yes, yes. oh okay yes or should i continue dating him immediately no <laughs> good morning I've been dating my boyfriend for three years now. For once, he has never apologized. He will come and say, I'm hungry or buy me gifts. No, he'll come and say, am I hungry or buy me gifts? Credit my account. But to say, I'm sorry, bye, he won't. Um, sometimes I will leave him for days, weeks, Seth. He won't call me. Relationship is getting more serious. I told his sister about the apology thing. She said he doesn't apologize to anyone. When we have a misunderstanding, it's me that will apologize, even if he's at fault. Everything else is okay. Should I go ahead with relationship? We will be four years in general. Is this a red flag? Baby girl, why did you allow the relationship to get to four years? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I don't want to be in a relationship that they're always apologizing because they're always doing wrong things. But I think, like, I'm sorry because in long way. It's accountability. For me, exactly, it's accountability. And it's an admission of, like, yeah, like, it's accountability. Like, you know you did something wrong. And I only want apologies when you know you did something wrong, not to like make me stop being angry with you, which I feel like presents do a lot. Like if you did something to me and you're buying me presents, 
you know you did something wrong. Yeah. So instead of trying to get me to just shut up, apologize, like admit it, it's like say I was wrong. And I can't be like obviously I'm evil, so I'm stubborn. But me, I will admit when I'm wrong. Like I know when I'm wrong. I know I know when I build something out of pocket. Admit you're wrong. Like you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Like if you've done something, even if there's something little that I did, like you can't help the way I feel. So if you if you did something to me and I told you, even if you didn't feel like Oh, you were wrong, but you can see how I was hurt by it. Apologize. Don't be buying me flour because you eat that flour for dinner. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's true. Yeah, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Okay, give us the okay. last one. <laughs> My girlfriend doesn't know you created the country. Huh. This is enough for a breakup. Huh. Hi. I'm currently dating a girl. I love her, but she formed my hand in public settings. Some people were talking and Ukraine came up. She now said, Ukraine is a state inside Europe, not a country. She huh. began to laugh. She started to argue again. Is this enough for a breakup? Guys, is the fact her. that she argued her case. Is the fact that she still argued and said, no, she's right. That's the part that is doing me. Because it's one thing to be wrong and admit, oh, sorry, I didn't know that. And, you know, say, okay, I've learned something new. But the fact that you're still stubborn with your stupidity for me, yeah, and it's the fact that, like, maybe if I said that, like, I don't know if I say something and like people start laughing, I'm kind of like, oh, what did I say? And then I just don't say it again. Well, actually, depend. I'm actually like, actually, depends on the situation. But um, I know in certain situations, especially if it's fast paced, that people start laughing, like, what did like I did like. I don't know. You don't argue your points. People are laughing because you're clearly on the wrong side. Majority takes the votes. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, uh, guys. Yeah, guys. Life is crazy. Super crazy, super dynamic as usual. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it to the end, make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Care Package Pod and on TikTok at the Care Package Pod. Jira has finished school, so we have time for you guys over there now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so yeah, so make sure you follow so you know when our next delivery is. So, next time, this package has been signed, sealed, and delivered. Thank you.